Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Mitch. And I'm Greg. And this is Side Note. A podcast where every episode we chat about life and what's stumping us right now. And then we research and splice in all the science and mind-blowing shiznit throughout so you are entertained while simultaneously learning. Today we're talking about video games, how Greg and I literally grew up with completely opposite experiences, how video games impact your brain from a scientific perspective, if they cause violence, and oh yeah, I secretly recorded Greg playing Zelda with me and it's pretty hilarious. At the end of the day, we debate whether video games are good or not for society. Let's do it. Hi. Oh, <laughs> wow, that's beautiful. Yeah, that was my chant. For, uh, for what? My chant for the day. Are you having a good day? I guess so. It's busy. Par huge. Yeah, I feel stressed. I'm going away this week, so I don't know when this to is Iceland, come out, that's yeah, so exciting. That's Iceland. I'm nervous. Iceland. I haven't had a lot of time to plan it, so I'm just like... Don't worry. It's such a safe, amazing place. There's like literally no crime. And Minus to... the Icelandic crime dramas on Netflix. What? Didn't we walk... <laughs> Whatever, Mitch. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, but yeah. Whatever, you have Mitch. To, you, have to walk, you have to walk me through. That was such a strong reaction. What? No, I got confused. I just heard crime, Iceland, and I was like, oh my God, am I going to a criminal place? I'm no, really scared. it's like so safe. Uh, it's like one of the first times in a long time that I'll like travel, travel without you. Yeah, that's true. That's so, nice, I think. It'll be nice. I'm Every just time nervous. I've gone to Iceland, it's been without you. So it's and just, you like, just have nice. such a good brain for like maps and stuff that I've become so fully reliant on you that I'm just a little So it's bit good. Scared. It'll be practice. Yeah, or I'll get lost and die in Iceland. Okay, okay. great. Let's Those start are the, the podcast. here. <laughs> okay. Um, what are we talking about today? We're talking about something that <laughs> I could care less about. Yeah, I <laughs> Video <know>. games. <laughs> I'm kidding. Why don't you care about video games? That's not true. I don't not care about them. I just suck at them, and I find them so boring. I literally am Even so the ones that I've forced you to play. Okay, no. Okay. I really I feel like, like you don't Zelda. find... Yeah. Uh, so I've grown up with video games. I don't play like a lot now, but I just still feel attached to video games. Uh, because as a kid, yeah, I think Zelda was also the first video game that I ever... My I was too young to really play, but my older brother, I would just sit and watch him. And it's one of the main ways that I can relate to Which people. Which one? Wa- uh, Karina o- of Time? time? Karina. <laughs> um, who's Karina? Uh, Karina? Ocarina of Time. Um and I feel like and now I can relate to kids who watch people play video games online because I have a harder time. I don't really watch videos like that now, but I used to literally sit there and just watch my brother. And then when I was old enough and I have a younger brother who's seven years younger than me, then I would play them and he would watch. And I would literally like read every caption and like Zelda's every, so hard. I'd like like put on different voices for different characters for him. And he would he would be like theater kid from the get go. <laughs> no, it was a bonding moment for my brothers and I. 
Um, yeah, no, I've just love video games. So, okay, you're saying you do like Zelda or you don't? Well, oh god, I guess I don't. Like, I just feel like what? No, like I do like Zelda. Like, I think it's so creative. I think it's so challenging. I think it's so smart. It's one of those games where I'm like. Parents are like, oh, my kids play video games. Is it numbing their brain? It's like Zelda's not. Zelda is so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm not, not built for them. People who play video games, you've played them. People play them their whole lives, so they have this, like, ingrained skill set that I don't think they realize they have. Like, when I play Zelda, I'm literally like, wait, what? I have to, like, chop down a tree? Like, what? <laughs> like I thought how- that was just a, for show. Or when it was like I was freezing to death. For hours on end, then finally you're like, eat hot peppers, and it'll make you feel (laughs) hot in the cold. And I was like, how the hell would I ever know to cook hot peppers? Video games generally get a bad reputation in online reporting, but I'm here to break down some of the awesome benefits that studies have shown can come from playing. If you were to boot up your good old Nintendo 64 and play Super Mario for 30 minutes a day, it's me, Mario. After a couple months, you'd likely experience an increase in gray matter in areas associated with memory, strategic planning, and fine motor skills. At least that's what studies have found. I mean, I don't want to blame Greg's measly gray matter, but like, if there's a patch of hot peppers growing in snow and it's sparkling at you from a distance, maybe you should just try to eat it. Yeah, do you agree? Finish him! Action games have also been shown to increase attention to detail in individuals as well. In fact, your average person can keep track of around three to four moving objects at once, while a practiced gamer can keep track of six to seven. On top of it all, gamers are generally better at perceptual tasks like pattern discrimination. But the nice thing is, for all you naysayers out there, that if you do just spend some time playing games, these benefits are available to everyone without the need to play for hours on end. So pick up the controller and just play a little. Have some fun. Well, you need to like explore. Like I didn't know to do that That's before I played this I, game. It's like I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it's a patience thing. Like l- I will say this: video games, especially Zelda, are not bad in the way that people think they are. And that like I my ADHD kicks in and I can't even play a freaking video game. Zelda is that confusing. I also just like never. I never had a video game system growing up. So I like why did your parents like was it my parents was it a were money thing or they didn't like video no, games they or? were definitely um I mean it was sort of like a money thing to me and that like they would always say like it's expensive like we never really had like my parents didn't spend money on like toys or TVs or gadgets or things <laughs> like that like I mean, they didn't really spend that much money on anything. They're very frugal, but like, we'd go out for dinner. Like, that's all I can think of. <laughs> it was like something we'd do. Like, yeah. So it was like very much like play outside. My parents obviously really like, I don't know. They just, they pushed on their kids what they did. They have no relationship to video games. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure your parents didn't have a relationship to video games because no parent would because they're old. <laughs> Harsh. I hope they're not listening. Well, but um, they went around doing No, video yeah. Games. People older than us can have relationships to video games. Like I Pong? don't. Well, yeah. And, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't think my parents were that into I think they're your parents, though, and it shows in your house. Like, you always have the new coolest gadget. Or they're just more interested in technology than your parents. Like, my parents had cell phones, like, 10 years before. But not your dad. You remember? You make fun of how your dad can't even, like, turn on the TV. I think he likes to have that image. Like, he's perfectly competent on his phone, but there have always been things that he just, like, refused. Like, if we had to turn the VCR on and you know how to, like, switch the input on the TV, like, that's beyond him. But I'm like, he just is, like, too lazy to learn it. It's not that hard to turn the TV 
input to like the different things yeah. and then it's on VCR. Well, your family always has like the new cool stuff. My family didn't. But also, I remember once I had this issue where every night I... Okay, I was a sensitive child. Oh, really? I was pulled out of Ever After for crying too loud. My mom told me to get a grip. And I was, I also, when she punched the girl over the bed, stood up and clapped in the middle of Ever After. You still scream and cry in movie it's, theaters. I'm and not it's that vulnerable in real life, but like movies, that's why I love movies because I love feeling vulnerable. Um, I went and saw a version of Oliver, like young people's theater version of Oliver that was 12 and up when I was 11. And I literally, when they, who do they kill? Who gets beat up in Nancy. Oliver? When Nancy got beat up, I stood up and I screamed. I was like, no, you can't. <laughs> and these ushers came and had to pull me out of the theater. And I remember being pulled into like the blazing sunlight of like, 7 p.m. in the summer and realizing I was screaming at a stage. Greg. And they literally were like, you can go backstage and meet her. They were trying to prove to me it was an actress. I was 11. Greg, 11 is too old to not realize a play is fake. Like, I... So Oliver, obviously, I don't know if everyone knows this, but you do. I was in Oliver Twist when I was 11. Oh, my God, really? So while you were literally in a play, I was crying at the fact that plays were real. Being like, Nancy! I was just like, oh, hey, girl, like, I'll see you backstage. I remember saying to my dad, too, I was like, I love Nancy. And I could tell him his dad, he was like, oh, fuck. And like, how were your parents not like, did they take you out when they like, Greg, they're actors my they were laughing at me oh my, my mom didn't even leave my mom just finished <laughs> my mom because i was sitting separately from my mom me and my dad were together my dad took me outside and was laughing and was like what is wrong with you <laughs> and then my mom just watched the play and was like probably pretended like that's not i do not know him <laughs> but anyways my okay. point of this is that i was so sensitive and so scared that at night every single night compulsively for about a year i would yell out like i'd wake up in the night and i would scream at the top of my lungs like at first, it would be like so that my parents could come and like be like, there's no robber. We had the smallest house ever. It's like, obviously, there's no robber I'd be able to hear. Then eventually got to the point where I would just like compulsively yell in the middle of the night at the top of my lungs. And my parents would just wake up and be like, have to prove they were awake. And then I could fall back asleep. But this was torturous to them. And it was the only time what? that they were like, Greg, if you stop yelling out, we will buy you a Game Boy. Oh, my God. I was like, what does this have to do with video games? <laughs> yeah. I'm so confused. So they offered to buy me a Game Boy. But I was like, no, I want to keep yelling out. Because, what? Yeah. And then they... And then and they, it was just like interesting to me to know because they would never offer me a Game Boy. Anyways, I was so jealous of Game Boys prior to that. But you turned this. it down. I know because I need to tell up. But this is before that. That at recess, I would go around because everyone would play Pokemon on their Game Boy and I never yeah, had a Game Boy or game. anything. I was and Pokemon I Blue all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know there was colors. Um, <laughs> but I would turn off people's Game Boys. Because no. I was at recess and no one would play with me. And they would like flip out because I that guess I couldn't see. That is so rude. I know the people. I know what kid you were at school. Like, yeah, that game you can't what? just save on a whim. So if you turned it off, that happened. Some kid... That was my neighbor oh. took my Game Boy and decided to save over it. You only got like one save slot, and he just like decided to play it one day and start from the beginning. And I was like, he near took your the Game end. Boy? How? Well, I, we were just like neighbors, and I feel like my he was friends with my younger brother, and so they were playing and like were playing on my Game Boy, oh my and then God. just like saved over my amazing save file that had like hundreds of Pokemon, and. That was like literally heartbreaking for me as a child. Like my you friend you spend, slapped like, me across the face so right many there. hours. I like turned it off and he just looked up and went <gasps> and slapped me <laughs> clean across the face. Because he's probably like, you know, you could have just been like, hey, I'd love if you'd play with me. 
Or <laughs> I did, but no one was gonna play at the Game Boy. The Game Boy Pokemon time, no one was playing. Okay, so you obviously did not Anyways, have a good relationship with games well, your whole life. He just never because had that's them. true. Like, did you not play Pokemon cards? No. Nope. Did you play Pogs? No. Nope. Oh, play... oh, Pogs. You know what I mean? Like, no, I feel like, like with Pogs, this is a testament to my parents too. Okay, remember there's like Lion King Pogs yeah, and like, like Pokemon, the legit like... Pogs. <laughs> yeah, I, my parents. Would cave or like on my birthday buy me like the knockoff pog that was like <laughs> the like paper would like come off. It was like a spider with like sparkly things behind it, that's, and then they wouldn't that. even flip when you hit them with your slammer. And I never got a slammer. Well, how did you play pogs then? I would literally. I, I <laughs> you just cry at recess watching people play. I feel like you actually don't even know how to play pogs. You're like I, I didn't do. Have you a slammer. slammer it on. So how'd you play without a slammer? Okay, I did have a slammer with a knockoff <laughs> slammer, but I remember people having really cool like Lion King slammers, and I remember them also like. Getting I love them that right in now. your mind, the Lion King slammer was like the most legit. Well, it was like the ones that were Disney. I was like, <laughs> Mom, Dad, these are branded for the movies that you won't let me watch. I mean, we watched Lion King. They wouldn't let me watch Pocahontas for uh, cultural appropriation reasons. My parents are woke yeah, to be okay. age. That's a long but, time ago too. Um, and then my friends took me for a birthday. <laughs> my parents were like, "Oh, you saw Pocahontas?" <laughs> like I ended up seeing it, but obviously they're not like they're not like the type of people that stop another family. Anyways, the slammers, I did get one, but also the good thing about Pogs is that you win them. Yeah, that was that's an the intense bad game. Thing, though, like when but for me, it was okay because then I get my kids. little hummingbird from Pocahontas. I could win them, but that's a horrible game for kids. Yeah, I actually thinking back on it, I remember losing really bad because like the older kids would like manipulate you to play with them, and they'd be like, "Oh no, I'm not that good. I don't have a good slammer." You'd put all your pogs upside down to get ready to go, and like out of their back pocket, they'd pull like their chainsaw metal slammer that obviously could flip them all, and then all your cards were gone. Okay. Also, anyway, these are not video games. Kids. Think about kids. No, but this is interesting. Think about kids. Right now, who are young listening to this, being like, "What are these old ass, like <laughs> newsies ass people talking about?" Newsies. I don't know. I was picturing the newsies like that. <laughs> That's how old ago. we are. Yeah, like that they're throwing plastic at paper to win it. That's what we did before Fortnite, kids. Honestly, but the oh, I like Fortnite. Play- I played. I think I get why Fortnite's addicted. Yeah, there's a lot of great games like that. Like, I mean, I like Mario Kart. Yeah, I feel like you do play video games. You don't hate them. But it's just hard to get you, like, Z- like honestly, Zelda as a video game series, I feel, has changed my life. And I know that sounds ridiculous and crazy, but it, it's one of, like, those defining no, things about it. me, right? Like, there's Survivor and there's Zelda. And what else is there? Like, that's what oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, like, Miyazaki. Those are, like, the three things that, like, I'm obsessed over. Can video games really be life-changing, or is Mitch just being his usual extra self? (laughs) If you scour gaming communities on Reddit, YouTube, and other platforms, the anecdotal evidence suggests that story-driven games in particular have long-lasting impacts on people's lives. But what does the science say? A review by psychologists in Australia links video games to the psychology of flourishing. Flourishing, as they define it, is not just the absence of a mental disorder, but occurs when someone has high levels of emotional functioning, happiness, satisfaction, and feelings of purpose. Things that sound pretty good. In order to flourish, five elements must be incorporated into your life. One, positive emotion. You must have the opportunity to feel happiness. Two, engagement. You must have an activity in your life that you can be completely immersed in. Three, you must have good relationships. That's obviously an important one. Four, a sense of purpose. And five, feelings of accomplishing your goals. 
Video games are designed to promote flourishing and hit on all five of these criteria. Played moderately, gamers have been shown to have increased moods compared to non-gamers because of video games' effects on relieving stress and promoting relaxation. Also, since many games are online now, relationships are being fostered in new ways, with one study showing two-fifths of gamers prefer to discuss sensitive matters with their online friends rather than their real-life friends. It should be noted, though, that excessive gaming has been linked to depression and anxiety, as well as negative impacts on school, sleep, and exercise. Taking this all together, we can see that video games can in fact be life-changing in both positive and negative ways. And as the old saying goes, the dose makes the poison. Yeah, I just feel like growing up, like I've learned so much from it, and, and, and not that like this is not condescending, but it makes me sad that you didn't have that experience. Kind of in the way that like I didn't read Harry Potter growing up, and that was kind of sad. And then but I you did, did end up reading it. And yeah, loved it. as I was older, I read like all seven books in one summer. And so, people get into Zelda, like I my favorite podcast, The Read. But like, I, they talk about Zelda all the time, and they're adults. So and, doesn't like, that make you? Why don't you want to play it more? No, I have, to I, force I have you a to sit crazy down. like I have a crazy thing right now in my life. It's just like. About productivity, like yeah, I you wanna... have ADHD, I think. Well, well <laughs> I'm not joking. Well, like, like I want to garden. Uh, yeah. I want to write a TV show. I want to do my stand up. I want to read books. Like, there's so many things. I but think... I um, video games are like a. a but when I'm of running books. around in the freaking woods on a horse and I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm going in circles and they're like, "Go to Hyrule," I'm like, "Where the fuck is Hyrule?" And then you're also <laughs> just like, "Oh, you can," and then I'll like run across the whole map and be like, "This is taking so long." And you'll be like, "You just have to go up that tower and zap yourself there." And I'm like, "Well, I didn't know that." Well, like, that's hard. Of, that's part of the enjoyable part. Like you know, most things in life are hard, and then you conquer them, and then you feel so much better because they weren't easy. And Zelda is a perfect example of like it's very confusing at times. It can be really challenging, and sometimes you just don't know what to do. But that's when you go. The whole point of this game, especially the most recent one, Breath yeah. of the Wild, is to be immersed in a world where you don't know. It's like you I don't love have the to go step by step. Temples, they're so fun, and I love like when your thing rumbles because you know, or it goes like diddly ding, like and it's like you've accomplished <laughs> something, or you're in the middle of the woods and something's happening. Like it is such a good feeling. Yeah, I feel like I need to just like yeah, it's I definitely the best video game it. series of all time. But I used to for anyone out there, that's who's, not arguable, right? Like a lot of people think that. Yeah, I think it is rated the best. I think Ocarina of Time is still rated like the best game of all time, except maybe Mario Galaxy. Okay, outside it, of I Zelda, think. then what's your favorite video game? Well, growing up, what I played most was Age of Empires. So that was a computer game, um, and it's like a real-time strategy. Oh, I played that like with you, you like build it, oh, armies oh, and. Oh, I played Starcraft. Okay, yeah, I played Starcraft. Okay. I was Zerg. Okay. Right? Is that the right thing? I honestly didn't really play StarCraft. My my neighbors had it, but I just watched them sometimes. I never played online, but I would play that game. Yeah, Sorry, those kind of games are so Because it's like fun. Age of Empires. I would literally same, sneak thing. down. I would get in trouble for playing the computer too much as a kid. Like, I had my family had the opposite problem where, like, I was allowed a computer. I don't think you had a computer at home, did you? And... I would get, like, not grounded, but at a certain hours, they'd be like, you have to stop. So I would, like, wake myself up at 1 a.m. to sneak downstairs to play Age of Empires for, like, three hours in the middle of the night. Wow. Like, almost every night. And I can't believe I wasn't so exhausted. You never got caught? I think sometimes, like, my mom would come out of the room. I don't and know why. And be like, what she'd the be like, F? Mitchell, what are you doing? And I'd be like, oh, I'm just playing a game. And then she'd be like, go to bed. And I'd be in so much trouble. But, like, it was, I was literally Would you not get in like trouble, a, though, outside of that? Or would you just say go to bed? I honestly, I'm sure I got grounded at some points where it was like, okay, now you're not allowed to use the computer for the week or That's something. That's an interesting one. But 
I it's such a good game. If you never played it, it's uh, Age of Empires Two is the best one. I think I heard a rumor that they're bringing it back. Um, but it's just like an online game where you can like you collect resources, build armies, take over the world, take over the other teams, and it's like so fun and so it's a lot of anxiety though. Um, but that was one. I think that's what a lot of video games are. When I played Fortnite. My phone was glitching, and it was like we were on the team with Aaliyah, and like I actually have not felt that kind of anxiety in a long time. Like when it was down to me to kill the person, and they were killing me, and I was, it was like, it's horrifying. Video games can be stressful AF, and many people may be turned off by them because of the anxiety they produce during play. Interestingly, a study of high school students found that girls who played video games reported higher anxiety scores than boys. Boys who played video games actually had a lower anxiety score the more hours they played. One explanation as to why this gender difference exists is that boys tend to utilize the social aspect of video games more than girls. Approximately 90% of online gamer boys talk to their friends and about 85% feel more connected to their friends. Compare this to the fact that only 50% of girls talk to their friends online. All of this has led some psychologists to suggest that boys who play video games are reaping more social benefits that may protect against anxiety. Another theory is that boys and girls have different reactions to violence. Studies show that girls do not typically enjoy violence in video games, but boys do, suggesting that violence is a stressor that increases anxiety for girls, but is a source of entertainment for boys that allows them to sit back and play. Fortnite's hard, and especially if you're playing on like a, f- a phone or and people I- are so good. I was playing on my computer, but so people who are playing on like Xbox or on um, PlayStation get to use the controller, so I feel like it's a lot not easier. You're, they're obviously so we good. We need but to get. Is it I, coming to Switch? I think at the end of this year it might be. That's what I heard the rumor was, which would be pretty sweet. Well, because I want to play it on like an actual thing. It's true because on your phone it's like what the f. And what even on the computer chance? you're like I can't reach half these buttons. And people are so good at the game. Like I'm, I always thought I was decent at shooters, but on my computer with a mouse and my fingers I can't do it. I love a good excuse though for doing that. That's why I'm like, oh my phone glitched when I play Fortnite on my phone. <laughs> it's super easy. Whereas like I remember playing Goldeneye as a kid, and it was just like I had no excuse. I was so bad. I would get shot. Goldeneye is one of the other greatest games of all time, and such a good game to bring Nintendo's just so good at bringing people together to play together like Goldeneye as a game like my brothers and I yeah, would all that play was, people would come like, over like all it was you would do at sleepovers and still to this day I feel like it's one of the best first person shooters like that has multiplayer options I know it's like their game Goldeneye is more ubiquitous than the movie Right, um, it's like yeah, actually, like, it's I think like that's what true. I think it of. was a good movie, but you're right. I think that that game like got to another level because it was the first entry into those types of games. And then Nintendo also, like, I'm a Nintendo stan. They also made Mario Kart, Mario Party, oh like, Mario Smash Galaxy Brothers, really Mario Galaxy, uh, Mario Brothers, like everything about Nintendo. Oh my awesome. god, tennis, tennis, Mario tennis, Mario Golf. Remember that we okay, bought we- the worst game for. Snitch, snitch. <laughs> for the Switch. I, oh, Ever. Yeah. Like what, it was like, like what some, was it called? I don't even want to remember. One, two, yeah, it was, it was so one of those done. first games that it's came like out. You, but Greg, what? I just realized which game you love. What? Da- what is it called? Dance? Endless Ocean. No. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Endless Ocean is a game where you literally just swim around like looking for whales. <laughs> it's so fun. You're a scuba diver. <laughs> I bought you that for your birthday or something. But um, your dancing game. What's that called? Oh, my just God. Dance. I do have a favorite video game. It's called Just Dance. Greg will use Just Dance to, like, exercise. Like, I'll wake up and he'll be in the basement just, like, in dancing. Yeah. And, you're like, sweating. And, like, that's the kind of video game you need because then I, I guess you love feel productive. It. Yeah, that's true because it's, like, it gives you the, uh, the like, for ADHD kids, it's great because it makes you feel accomplished. It gets your energy out. So, if it's raining or if it's the winter and I don't want to go for a run, 
I'll do Just Dance for an hour. It's so effing fun. <laughs> and what I do is I put on heels and I pretend that I'm on RuPaul. <laughs> and then I like pretend and then like the like while it loads the next one, I like go over what the judges would have said about my last Oh my God. Dance. I need to set up a hidden camera at It's really good though. You should do it too like for heels if you want to ever like, I don't know, be I'm scared thing. of breaking my ankle doing that. But, but that's you're the right. thing. You got to practice. Got to yeah, work on But up. like when I'm learning dance, I don't know that I'm like prepared to wear heels at that time, but. Maybe well, I'll no, then you, like, get to, like, there's one, there's this one by this, like, girl named Becky G in Pitbull. <laughs> it's a song that oh, I love so much that I swear to God when I do it and when I end, I look, I don't know, maybe, like, the coolest person in the world, potentially. Uh, I think I might look a little bit like Jennifer Lopez, but I would just like to let you yeah, all you know there's that. a lot of resemblance. It's, yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I secretly recorded Greg playing a session of Zelda, which I think you're going to enjoy and get a kick out of. So stick around, and uh, we'll get right to it. Okay, so playing video games with Greg is a unique and often hilarious experience that I felt just had to be shared with you guys. So I decided to secretly record him playing Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is one of my favorite games in the Zelda series and the newest one, and one that he's played a little bit, but he refuses to play unless I'm there since he thinks it's too hard. All right, you ready to press play? <laughs> He honestly has no idea I'm recording him, so apologies for the lower audio quality from my phone. Also, there are going to be some minor spoilers from the game, so consider yourself warned. Oh, do you remember where you are? Yes, I'm in a... I can't do this. Wait, where... where are you? I'm in a beast. In the Divine Beast. So, to set the scene, right now Greg has entered a temple called the Divine Beast Varuta, which is in the shape of an elephant. Basically, in almost every single Zelda game, the evil spirit Ganon comes and tries to destroy the world, yeah, yeah, yeah. This time around, though, he's turned the technology of Hyrule against them. Specifically, these divine beasts that were meant to help destroy Ganon are now evil and under his control, and it's Link's job, or Greg in this case, to recapture the four divine beasts to once again destroy Ganon with them. <gasps> what was that? You just threw your weapon. Wait, that's so embarrassing because I was not trying to throw the weapon. <laughs> I was definitely like, not trying to throw the weapon. I mean, like, that's not right. Hey, how do you shoot an arrow? Okay. Now, in every temple, there are a series of puzzles and enemies you have to beat in order to keep advancing forward. Oh my god. Ah! Oh! Kill it! Look out! Look out! Ah! 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 <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, good lord above, have mercy. Whew. Okay, I'm confused. I need help. Wait! Those things are something else, like the ball, like I moved the ball. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> what? What are you thinking? Okay, this is that thing where you can like freeze it and then if you hit it, it gives it like inertia, which is cool, hashtag physics. So picture like a giant multi-floor puzzle inside the shape of a giant elephant filled with cranks, flowing water, gates, buttons on top of enemies that you have to navigate and figure out how they all work together so you can keep getting through the level. Um, oh my god. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, I was dangerous. Uh, I'm gonna drown you. Oh no. Wait, I feel like I've been doing nothing. Wait, <laughs> I need help. Think, look around you, like. I'm looking. What things can you take advantage of right now? Where can you go right now? Huh? Okay, I can do it. What are you doing? No! Oh, you're. No! No! 
wait, what? Oh, now you have to climb all the way back up. Okay, at this point, Greg usually demands that I tell him the answers and what to do, which I try to avoid because it takes the joy out of finally discovering the solutions. But for the sake of the podcast, I cave and gave him some clues to freeze the flowing water so he can stop one of the cranks from spinning. Freeze the waterfall? What? No! <laughs> How would you ever? How would you know to do that? No, what has that made me Okay, happen? so that... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Start something. I would have spent so many fucking hours. I would have flown out of this fucking kingdom and been like, I don't know. It, that, why wasn't that showing before? What do you mean? It was. It's on your mouth. All right. Greg has found his first terminal. He's very excited. And now he's been given instructions that he needs to find four more. Don't worry. I won't make you listen to finding them all. Just some highlights. <laughs> no, that was such a good idea. Okay, well, that's what, something you have to learn in Zelda is, like, if you try something for too long and it's not working, okay. it probably is not the right thing. Not always, but... Okay, so <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'm on to something. So I have to hit it harder. Um, possibly. Ow! <laughs> what? No. Okay, wait, 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 wait. A bomb. A bomb. Uh, Mitch, I need help. Okay, there's no, there's literally nowhere else to go. I need there's, you to tell me because I'm, I'm bored. You're bored. Well, I don't know. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> there's no. Oh, you have. Think about your map. But it's all the way up there in its head. There is something you were told early on that I think maybe so you didn't pay attention it, okay, to. Yeah, just tell me what that was. So here's a common theme that comes up. I have to explain to Greg that if he read some of the instructions that came up earlier or listened to what someone said when they were talking to him instead of skipping through it all, he would know that he can actually physically control the trunk of the elephant, which will change the direction of water in the temple, ultimately giving him access to new problems. What the... Because its trunk is shooting water out of it. How did you ever figure that out? <laughs> what? No. Mitch, how did you figure that out? Tell me. When you saw the map, you saw that there was... I spent a long time not knowing what to do. You Googled it. I did not Google it. I honestly did not remember how to solve it, which is the best part, because then we actually get to play it together, I'm reliving it, and eventually we get another terminal. Before it ends. Ah! You did it! That was so hard. That was like math. 
It's hard, yeah. It's a puzzle. Like, I'm you have so tired. You're so tired? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you so tired? Because this is hard. All right. After activating every single terminal, he can now go to the main control unit. Not sure what that means right now, but he's going to head there and find out. Might be something scary. What? No. No, 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 all right, so this is like an evil incarnation that's part of Ganon that is meant to protect this divine beast from being taken over. And it's really, really scary. It's like a giant beast that's mixed with technology. Obviously, Greg is pooping himself, which happens every single time he has to face an enemy. But I'm trying to give him confidence. He can do it. He's just got to fight it and basically beat the crap out of it until it dies. Oh, I don't know. What was I just supposed to do? Just keep hitting it? Yeah. So he dies. What? What? <laughs> what? And, you know, he comes back to life and dies again. And <laughs> what? I don't know. Dies a couple more times. And he wasn't exactly feeling super confident to be this boss right now. No, I can't. I can't do this right now. I Why? can't. Because I'm like, I have, others, I have to go. <laughs> this is so hard. <laughs> if I, it'll just always be here, right? And then we can come back together and you help me beat it. I tried to encourage him to keep going, but he was convinced. Okay, I'm saving and I'm doing this for you later. Yeah? Yes. 100%. Like, I do not have the capacity to do this. Like, I cannot <laughs> even explain to you how much I don't want to do this right now. So then I revealed to him that I had been recording the whole time and wanted to ask him a few questions. How, now that you know we've been having I a little can't. recording session, how Did do you... I sound so dumb? <laughs> no. I can't though. believe kids play that. What? How do I feel what? Just like about I feel experience. Do you feel lied to by you? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you feel dumb? That was so hard. But you did it. I mean, I gave you You helped me a lot. I just can't imagine a child or anyone... Oh my god. I can't... I don't know. I think people experience a dopamine rush of like finishing things in video games... And I do, but I don't know if it outweighs the anxiety that I feel. Like, having to fight that thing, I, it makes me so anxious and scared. <laughs> and I just, like, hate dying. And I'm going to die so many times that I'm like, by the time I win, I'm like, was it worth it? Because I went through a lot of anxiety. <laughs> so one thing that I really love is, like, it's, like, the opposite of you. You said you get a lot of anxiety and you hate when you're, like, don't know where to go. Yeah. Like, you like these other games because they're, like, very directive, whereas I yeah. like Zelda because it is, like, I could be stuck somewhere for an hour and then be, like, I'm literally not even supposed to be here. That? I, what? But I do find that frustrating, <laughs> but I think if you take a moment to, to be, like, that's what this game is, it's yeah. kind of like painting cool. where you're, like, I'm just in it because I enjoy it. The yeah, world, the experience. I, that's I definitely, true. Like, I paint now only because I enjoy painting. I don't really care what you're the You're not trying to get to the like. end, yeah, necessarily. It's true. like a process that's kind of fun. The thing, like, when you play sometimes, I'm like, I actually don't know. That's cool. I haven't been here. Or, like, I haven't explored that's this way. Crazy. Like, it is. Nintendo's crazy. Though. Whatever. It's yeah. cool. It is actually cool. If my kid was playing Zelda all the time, but, like, I mean, obviously, in the appropriate moderation, though, I'd be happier than if they were playing, like, GTA, I guess. <laughs> No, for sure I would be. Yeah, no, I, I can agree with that. Okay. Well, thanks for playing, Greg. Thanks for manipulating me. I really hope you better <laughs> edit out anything that's bad.
that don't know what I'm talking about. He's going to have to save Hyrule another day, and it will be another journey for me to endure, but also laugh at and enjoy, because I love playing Zelda with anyone, especially Greg. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. I think it's time that we get into the, the truth of it all, because you <laughs> often told me you think video games are bad, and okay, what, bad do you, what do you is a maybe very, not bad, like, but specific word? <laughs> Can you give me a less specific word then? Like, I mean, I'm just saying, I think I would be cautious about them as a parent, especially now, especially Why? with things like Fortnite. What? It's so Why, addictive. especially Fortnite? Greg, there's way worse games than Fortnite that have oh, been I'm the same about as like Fortnite. Addictiveness. I just mean like games that are have always been like that on the computer, on Xbox, on PlayStation. It's just this is the first time that that's been a cultural phenomenon. So people who haven't played video games before are getting into that. But Yeah, okay. I guess what I'd say is like, again, it always comes down to the way that you were raised. And I feel like... You were raised right. <laughs> no, 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 no. I feel like I have no relationship to video games and how they make you feel. And I and again, I'm like, I know that I think Zelda is super cool and makes you smart. And if people had a really balanced relationship with it, then that'd be awesome. But it does seem like more often than not, or maybe that's unfair, but you hear about and you see even like neighbors on our street telling me about p kids who got sucked into this world of video games, that reality becomes like less important than like the video game itself. And everything that you're doing is being based around when you get to play your video game next. And I would just be really worried about that happening to my child, for example, or to me. But doesn't that seem like a little over-exaggerated when there's so many things that can do that? Like, TV does that. Like, pe people's cell phones do that. Like, there's so many... I don't know why people pick on video games for doing that. It's like, people don't live in reality when they watch reality TV or scripted TV or movies. Like, it's all a waste of time that is enjoyable it's just meant to bring you some sort of entertainment some enjoyment i there is a point obviously where if it's consuming your entire life yeah there's a, and there are people who it's a problem just like there's a people who abuse recreational drugs or alcohol or like literally get sucked into watching hours and hours and hours of tv every single day what's the difference well i guess i mean you also don't really have a relationship to like a lot of really popular games like call of duty or whatever like things that are like really violent well, I used to not like when uh, you never played Call of Duty. You no, never no, played any game uh, like that. that's not true. I we owned an Xbox. I played Halo all the time. Like okay. I played a lot of shooting games. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm blanking right now on the game that I, Counter Strike was literally a version of uh, Fortnite. It was just a shooter game where you're playing online and just trying to kill people. A when less, would you play that? Like when I was probably like 13, because my older brother would always play that, and so on the computer we would just like play that all the time. You just go into a room and then there's like 30 people and you just try and be the last one to live or there's teams and you try and it's the exact same thing as Fortnite. Did you not the... think it was like, I don't know, really violent and masculine? Well, and like... no, honestly, it was like, it was, they usually put these games into genres of like, or into places that make sense contextually. It's like, oh, you're in the middle of war. It was just like a fun fantasy, I guess. But I am not a violent person at all. I have no real interest in guns, but I found those games really fun. And so that's why I think. What about I... people who lose themselves to video games? Do you know people like that? I don't know really anyone that's lost themselves to video games. Or like, you know what I mean? It becomes the aid to cause people to like become, I don't know, reclusive away from life. It happens. Yeah, but do you think that's because of video games? Or do you think those people would have found something anyway like that, which could have been like no, to, to lose themselves in any weird hobby? 
Like, I know, but I'm okay. It's I guess. just I understand that video games aren't a productive way to use. Yeah. So like, if you became sucked into like gardening you know, <laughs> or like playing music, like that might be a different thing. Where yeah, at least there's you, a product you end up with. But like books, yeah, they can make you smarter in some, but not all. And yeah, some TV and some movies might stimulate you to think differently, but a lot don't. And but aren't a lot of them like literally just teaching you how to shoot people while? Well, that's because you have a really narrow scope of what video games are. Because okay, you don't then play that's them. what I mean. Like, but I'm talking about. Okay, I, you're right. Like, I don't have a really wide scope of what video games are. But it seems like a lot of the popular ones, if you go through time, Counter Strike, Halo, Fortnite, it is a very simple message of killing each other in games. Zelda, different story. Why? Like, I mean, because you're I, not killing each other. You're well, killing, you're killing like a, other things. But Smash Brothers is killing each other. It's like competition, yeah. right? Mario Kart, you're not killing each other, but guns, you're like shooting then. each I'm other. Thinking of guns. Yeah. Uh, well, do you have a problem? Like, do you think that, like, what that guns cause violence? Is that why you have an issue with the imagery that yeah, it's like a violent? I don't know. I'm just like, as someone who's like literally never played them and just like watched from a distance, I'm like, that can't be good. That there's this person who's just like, some that some people were become recluses that only shoot each other in a video game it just doesn't seem and it's like so popular like whether as we continue to move forward in the world and society like games always keep reappearing with that same thought process around just like get that gun shoot those people even Fortnite. but what about movies that do that think of how many action films there are that have guns yeah, no, it's true. Think I, of, I like, also there's think so many mediums weird. where like you read about action because it's exciting, it's thrilling, and I I agree, and I I don't know offhand the link between say like video game violence and violence in real life. In fact, but I think from what I can recall is that it, it's actually not a very strong link. Okay, I'm going to cut right to the chase here. Of the available research, most find no link between video games and violence, and a meta-analysis of studies showing a positive link between games and aggression showed that they had used ineffective lab tests of aggression like measuring brainwaves and heartbeats, which may not translate into actual criminal behavior. On top of this, when a correlation has been found, it's been a weak one. In fact, criminologists who study mass homicides refer to the link between violent games and crime as a myth. Unfortunately, we all know how often, after a crime, video games and violent media get brought up into the conversation. But the truth is, this distracts from the more significant causes of violence like poverty, lack of treatment for mental health, and even educational and employment disparities. So while more research is always appreciated and a good thing, as it stands now, video games aren't linked to changes in aggression or violence. In my experience, like most people I know in my life that play video games are not particularly any less or more violent or rude or it doesn't. And anecdotally, it doesn't seem to add up to like, oh, all the people I know that play video games kind of act this way. It's like it's a variable. Yeah. In the same way that like I played video games, yeah, I didn't become. I'm not still playing. You're just a so lot of balanced shooting. with it. Like you don't play video games very much at all. Like, no, Zelda not anymore. Out, yeah, yeah, not anymore. And I mostly now like I really like games and I can play with friends. So I like to have friends over and play Mario Kart, and I would yeah. love to do that more often. Or if isn't I isn't there um, also like a horrible culture of like saying the n word and saying faggot and all this stuff like. Uh, in video game circles and isn't there like a horrible culture of like sexism and like so many things and just like if my yeah to i'm control not okay my kids consuming yeah that's true like i think the the hardest part for kids is probably like, that 
it's Boys. full even if the video game is filtered in any kind of way, like playing online is usually not. But there usually are parental controls. Like as remember far as PewDiePie I know. said the N word and he was like, Oh, uh, it's just because it's what everyone does. Like, yeah, like, that's no. not an excuse, you what the F? No, that's like, not an excuse. And I don't really have an excuse for that. My only I just think that that's a stupid person's like doing something like that. Like there's other cultural examples. Like I, I wouldn't slander all of movies because a movie actor said something bad yeah right like just because one person who plays video games for a living like said did something stupid doesn't to me really reflect but i don't disagree that the culture of video games which i'm not enough involved on to really have an opinion uh but from the outside the impression by the media which also might be overblown is that you know like yeah when you play online people are like swearing people are using slurs people are you know, creating a culture of sort of violent words. Um, And yeah, there's probably sexism, but there's sexism in like everywhere we look and how many fields that are professional fields as well. And that's no excuse. It should be nowhere. Um, And we should look at it. I'm not trying to excuse it, but I think that it's just weird how people like come down so hard on video games. And I'm not sure why just video games and not other mediums, but I'm not trying to defend the problems that it does. Yeah. I mean, it does sound like, I feel like if I continue to talk, I'm just going to become like that outdated old mom. (laughs) Like, it does feel like that's kind of the narrative. There's nothing wrong with having concern. (laughs) Like, I just feel like, um, yeah, like there's a concern from parents because I feel like they, everyone wants what's best for their kid. And they probably like see their kids spending so much time on a video game and they can't relate and like me, they're like, go outside and smell the flowers. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. Again, I'm just like, I didn't have video games. And now I do go outside and smell the flowers. But actually, I'm so bad at video games. And apparently, they're really good for visual spatial. And like, yeah, if the apocalypse comes and, and we have to shoot zombies, I'm going to miss. And, and you're going to hit I mean, them in the head. It's just the same. Like, to me, video games can be like the ultimate form of media because you can have like immersive. Yeah. And. And like when you think it, like it is, they have movie cutaway scenes where you're actually watching stuff. You Which get to I hate. Read, I'm always like snooze. You fast. get to ugh, rude. That's like my favorite part of Zelda. <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, it's gonna. I know. Be I always like I'm pressing like a a a a, and I yeah. can tell you're getting so magical. Like, because no. I'm also like, there might be a important little nugget in there that you're gonna cry about not having later, and I'm gonna be like, you didn't read it. Oh, because it's a clue. Yes, you read them oh. all because they literally help you in the game. Anyway, on, so on top of that, you're reading like a book. You're finding a narrative. Then there's also beautiful music. There's beautiful visuals. It's this is Zelda. Fully, yeah, but there's lots of games like Zelda. Okay, I would. I mean, Zelda is, in my opinion, and many people's like the ultimate version of that kind of game. But there's tons of video games that have narrative mixed with action, mixed with storytelling, mixed with graphics and music, and it's just like you get everything in one and. Yeah, you and do honestly, lose yourself in it. Know what I think too? I'm like, I'm lucky that I found this career. I wanted to be a teacher, but now I'm in like a weird modern tech version of being a teacher, which I love. But it's like, honestly, I, my parents did not set me up to like be a programmer or a coder. The things that would have been easy to get a job now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, maybe it is good if like I tell my kid to play some video games because they might be like, how is this video game built? And it's like coding, my friend. Learn it because the future is like our kids are probably going to end up banging a robot like you know what i mean like they're probably (laughs) going to marry a robot well well yeah no fair fair so i'm like maybe i like i don't want to be like you know like the homophobic aunt that's like you can't date a robot (laughs) (laughs) or like you know what i mean like i feel like i need to be more open-minded about technology and maybe video games because the future is obviously going that direction 
coding I think of and programming I think of mm-hmm. with video games, maybe because Ubisoft is like beside our building and mm-hmm. I see all these like dudes like vaping outside <laughs> who obviously have like a sick, cushy job and they obviously love video games. How do you know it's cushy? Well, we went to their offices. It was sweet. It was like a party. They're like, oh, it's Friday. So there's it's a pizza and beer lunch while uh, they go code. What? Well, that didn't happen. Yes, did it did. I they have a beautiful, that. like, Ubisoft sounds like an amazing Okay, place but store. that doesn't mean they don't work like 18 hours but a day. But they work on video games. My point is that, like, there's also the other side of things where, like, a lot of the guys, when I look at them, they look like stereotypical, like, video game dudes who obviously have a sick job now because of their passion for video games. I'm just saying, like, coding, programming, video games, in my head, for some reason, I loop them all together. And it's like, I wouldn't want to stop my kid from essentially essentially pursuing a career that's going to be super smart in the future, which might come through a passion for video games. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, as long as you... It's in moderation, right? Like, everything. Because you could say that alcohol is bad for you and it is but it also like can be a good part and a healthy part of some people's lives in terms of socializing in terms of just like relaxing in ter- or marijuana right yeah, like uh, no alcohol too like, like think every of the business. fear tactics yeah. against marijuana now our province or canada is about to legalize it um but there's think of for, for like decades ago people yeah. literally thought it was the bane of evil and would be like what are our kids gonna just get like sucked into this and do nothing and have no motivation and be like the worst society yeah, ever that's, that is what i feel so like kind of like fear mongering and video games maybe yeah. what i'll do is like when i have a kid and they're playing video games and they like shoot some guy in the face i'll be like okay <laughs> you just shot them in the face now let's talk about that how did that make you feel <laughs> your kids are, are you gonna hate sad you. that you shot him in the face <laughs> do you think he's happy that he was shot in the face like, dad no it was a cartoon. I and don't I'm, care. I'm gonna be like, okay, okay, okay. Calm down, Billy. Calm down. Don't raise your voice at You're daddy. Gonna kid, Billy. You're no, no offense, Billy's out there. Okay, we really need to have a talk because I want my kids to be called Billy and Zilly and Nilly. That's really weird. All girls too. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So, okay, at the end of the day, like, will you let your kids play video games? Yes, I will let my kids play video games more than my parents let me play video games. I'll be really conscious of balance. I'll probably be really annoying about it. I'll probably be like, huh, that doesn't seem like there's many women in this game, Billy. Is it past the Bechdel test? What's the Bechdel test, Billy? Let me know what the Bechdel test is. Like, I'm going to be like that. And they're going to get, like, tops one hour a day. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you can't save right now, Billy, but you got to save because you got to go Tops outside. one hour a day? One hour video games, Even one in the summer? hour computer. The summer, more than ever, they need to be out in the lake. <laughs> oh, my God. The summer is like the prime time. Well, hopefully our kids will be balanced because I'm going to be the cool dad who's like, I get it. Let's play video games for three hours straight. But then they're going to grow up and be like, wow, I really appreciate the way that uh, <laughs> my, my super white dad raised me. <laughs> Obviously, our parents and guardians can be important forces in our development, but just how much can they inform our gaming habits? A recent review on familial influence found that a poor relationship between a parent and a child is related to gaming problems, mainly addiction. Addicted gamers reported they spent less time with their parents, had more hostility towards their parents, and had a poorer family environment compared to normal gamers. Children in abusive parental relationships were 2.5 times more likely to develop an addiction to gaming. Although more research needs to be done, scientists posit that the gaming addiction that results from poor parental relationships happens because the child is seeking out a more comfortable, less threatening online relationships, as well as social acceptance. Or, if there's no real social aspect to the game, as in a skill-based game like Tetris, addicted gamers may be searching for recognition for their achievements that they're not getting from their family. 
As for parental supervision of gaming, will Greg's one-hour limit of Billy's video games really be effective? Well, there are some mixed results. While some studies show parental supervision can reduce the risk of gaming addiction, other studies show parental supervision has no influence and children can become addicted anyway. Other studies suggest that it's not just parental monitoring of video gaming that's important, but supervision and involvement in general. But why? Like, what? I mean, do you think I'm raised any, like, like as the end result, as 30-year-olds, is there really much a difference between you and I? I mean, obviously, there's personality differences, but in terms of competency, in terms of, like, happiness, do you feel like video games has played a different role I in I think I'm life? happier than you. <laughs> oh, snap. Okay. Link to our <laughs> therapy episode. Um, that is so dark and weird. Like, do you disagree? We're oh. so getting off that, like... No, well, like, sorry, do you think... Do you think, think I'm happier than you? Sometimes, but not always. In general, though. You're, like, a happier person. I think, like, I'm a tortured creative soul. Oh, God. Are you... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I have, like, Wait, definitely... really? I'm more of a thinker. Um... Oh, my God! <laughs> okay, why do we call this episode? Because I will debate you to the depths of... Well, Mortal. you know how they say like certain people who are like like AKA when you, you're an emo no, but, kid. Like, when you like have a really high intelligence level, you tend to like be less happy. That's like girl, you can't even remember what happened yesterday <laughs> because I think about so many other things. Girl. Really? Yeah, I'm busy. I'm busy up here. I don't care what we ate yesterday. I don't care what you said to me. <laughs> I have bigger visions for the future. Oh, my God. Okay, let's <laughs> do that. You're not smiling. Um, <laughs> I am smiling. Uh, no, I think, yeah, whether or not, I, may, I, I just don't think video games are the reason, to be honest. If, if, even, if uh, even if you are I think video games are me. a cautious thing that need to be controlled and balanced amongst people. And I think that you're right in that they do should be allowed. you think that about allowed. books? Would you ever say that about books? I'd say that about some books. Exactly. Like, what if you had a kid who literally wouldn't leave the house and was only reading books? Oh, my God. I would love that so much. But But what if they were only reading wartime books? I'd be like, oh, my God. You are so interesting. (laughs) Like, what happened in World War I? See, get over it. Our our kids are going to play video games, and that's just what you have to deal with. And I'm going to- For one hour a day. No, uh, we'll monitor their time, but, like, it's not going to be one hour a day. Maybe on school days, because there's not that much time after school, but, like, especially on a weekend and it's raining, it's like, play a video game. If it's a weekend and it's raining, we are going to be doing paint. But think of how fun it can You can paint in that... What's that game on Switch that we wanted to get with them realize you can't play multiplayer? That's so true. Because They're going to be like, what's paper in the future? Oh, God. I'm screwed. You're Our right. Our whole world. Yeah, honestly, their video games are going to be in their in their head. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be like... Their eyes are going to be rolled back and they're going to be like... Blah, 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 blah. We're going to be like, stop playing Fortnite. <laughs> they're going to be like, but I was living it. I'm not playing. What's the difference between a dream and real life if you can just like stay in a dream forever? All right, well, I'm curious what other people think about video games. I think we'll get some pretty divisive um, opinions. I'm not sure that people even uh, argue about video games anymore. I feel like they've won out in the end. That's definitely not true. I'm curious to ask people, use the hashtag, hashtag side note podcast. <laughs> the hashtag, hashtag? <laughs> side note podcast, and let us, side note podcast. Girl, how old are you? Oh, my God. <laughs> hashtag side note podcast, and let us know what you think, because I really don't think it's that divisive. I feel like I'm just a granola parent with like this weird opinion, and everyone's just going to love video games, especially... I don't know how old people are who listen to podcasts. Diverse True. range of ages. Tweet us at Mitchell Moffitt, at WhaleWatchMePLZ. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you're thinking of this podcast, too, because we 
are really excited about it. We love it. It's doing well, but we just want like advice. We're still early enough on in this process that we yeah, want we to evolve it. Up. Yeah. yeah. Which it's parts like, are your fave? Which parts yeah, are you kind of like, do you skip some parts? What parts do you not like? I honestly want to put that out there. Be like, what parts do you not like? Yeah. And that's like kind I mean, of like, going to be, be nice more helpful for since I'm a sensitive person. So yeah. like, don't hurt my feelings. You can tweet me at Will, watch me PLZ. Like, like, it sucks. Be ruthless. <laughs> No, I want to know, too. I, I'm curious what people actually like. Because we have fun chatting about it. We have fun making the side notes. But, you know, we want to improve it and just make it better and better. And that could be with your help. Thank you so much. You will hear from us next week with another hard-hitting debate topic that might end our relationship. So let's see what happens. <laughs> next, next Wednesday, right? Yeah, was when we're going to break up. Okay. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> A special thank you to Josie Breckner of Visitor Music, who let us use their music for this episode of Side Note. It comes from their album, Songs from an Unmade World 2, and the tracks are inspired by old-school adventure, RPG video game music, and they mix classical chiptune sounds with more modern electronic elements. We'll put a link in the description. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. How would you like to look 5 years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.